That's our new theme song. No, it's not. <laughs> you don't, we're not, is it copyrighted? Did someone already take that one? I spent so long writing it. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Pastry Pals. Season two. I'm Diego. I'm Lucy. I'm bad at this. And I am too. <laughs> uh, by this I meant the whole baking aspect of it. Oh, um, I guess I'm okay at that. <laughs> so we got all new bakers. The fun thing about this season is that it starts off with 13. Oh, I don't know why. Because it's a baker's off. dozen. Yeah, but usually it starts off with 12, which is a normal dozen. So I wonder why this season is 13. My guess is that they accidentally sent too many acceptance letters. <laughs> and they're like, well, we can't say no. So, uh, no. 13, I guess. Well, they introduced it with also the, the wrinkle of any week, two people could go home instead. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're trying that out because we saw how last season someone just, like, left. Yeah. Although I will say, I'm pretty sure the the, the years are all messed up with the Netflix mm-hmm. Great British Baking Show. Yeah, so this is not coming after the first season. I'm pretty sure this is the year before the first season. Wild. Yeah, it's really wild, and I don't like it. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> Do they even know about Brexit yet? They don't. <laughs> um. Although I will say, just quick update, I follow a lot of the first season bakers on Twitter, and they all know about Brexit, and none of them like it, as far as I know. It would be Norman weird. is very upset. Nancy is very upset. Uh, that's all I can remember has... specifically, but who? Oh, no. Kate? Nancy. No, you said I Nancy. I said Nancy. Who am I thinking of? Martha. Martha? She doesn't say politics much on Twitter, but I'm assuming she's very angry. It's the whole book thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, she's got a book. She's also... She's engaged. Did we talk about this? No. She's uh, 22 right uh-huh. now, currently. Maybe possibly 21. Possibly. Possibly 21 or 22, I'm not sure. She's engaged to a person. It would be weird if it were not to a person. (laughs) Maybe so. How's Norman's memoir going? He doesn't really talk about it much. (laughs) So baking. Yeah. Okay, so this week, the first week as always, is cake. Um, And they started off. Should we... Introduce the people first? Let's do, let's just, let's introduce them with the, first, with the signature challenge. Yeah, so the signature challenge was sandwich cake. Which is a ridiculous name, and Americans don't know what that is. Is it, see, I thought it was very, uh, clever when the person made it a sandwich. No, we're going to talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> so, sandwich cake, for all you dumb Americans just like us, is, um, just two cakes with stuff in the middle. Which is how most cake is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like most cake, you have at least two layers, and there's stuff in the middle, and sometimes there's things on the outside. And that's the same with the sandwich cake. So I don't even know why they even need that word, but whatever. So yeah, let's just, should we just go down the list? Yeah, I wrote a list of, in order of when they were introduced, to help me, because I'm very bad at everything. I even wrote down little sort of helper tips to remind myself what they look like, descriptors for them. (laughs) Such as uh, Ditsy or NPR. Or <laughs> Howard is NPR. Howard is NPR. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Um, I guess BBC is more official. There's a dog out the window. It's really good. 
<laughs> it's just so happy to be walking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just fantastic. Okay. Um, okay, so first we have Glenn. Glenn's sort of black hair, gray temples, blue eyes. He doesn't have black hair. It's like grayish. That's not what black means. Well, like... It's like, it's, like my hair is black. Yeah. Or like dark brown at least. His hair is like light brown and like graying. His hair is not light brown. Do we need to pull up screenshots? I double... Get your laptop. Get your laptop. It's so far away. No, it's not. It's like right over there, isn't it? Oh, wait. No, it's over there. Go get it. I'll go get it. That is not black hair. I'm sorry. If anything, he has dark brown highlights. Still not black. No, that's not black hair. It's like graying. Yeah, it's, it's just graying. It's gray, I think it's graying black. brown hair. Okay, so Glenn, Glenn has dark brown hair. That's graying. It's not black. Just to keep the record straight. And blue eyes. Yeah. Is an English teacher. Yeah. And was making strawberry and cream. Sandwich pie. <laughs> not pie. <laughs> Sandwich pie. Lucy. That's me. Is you? Yeah. Well, no. There is a person named Lucy, which is very exciting, and I like her a lot. Lucy is a, a was a teacher, now is a gardener. Was making a, 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 I wrote down temperly early cake, but I don't know what that means. A what? Temperly early cake. That's what it said on the, like, story page. <laughs> I have page. no idea what that means. That's definitely British gibberish. <laughs> like, they just made that up to mess with people, right? For sure. Uh, but it was, like, rhubarb and... Uh, no, Ruby had rhubarb. No, she also had rhubarb. Oh, they both had rhubarb. Yeah, because she had rhubarb from her own garden, and she also had cardamom. Because remember, she talked about how she what went is, to India. What is cardamom? <laughs> cardamom. Cardamom. <laughs> is that also British gibberish? <laughs> no, that's like it's like a spice in a bunch of different things. <laughs> I don't know anything. Like it's in British and chai. It's in like a ton of Indian stuff because it's from India. Isn't Chai, just tea? Like, our chai. Okay, so, um, we also had a, a Toby, who's Dipsy. He was just a mess. Yeah, he's a web designer. I uh, don't know, I didn't, I, there are three people I missed, and Toby was one of them. You don't know what he made? No. He made something bad. Uh, I said good. Yeah, they like, they like this one pretty oh, fine. Oh, okay. Well, he makes bad things later. <laughs> um, this one turned out, like, fine. Um. Uh, there's Ali, who's uh, Pakistani. Uh, it's a charity worker. Made something with rose and pistachio. Mm-hmm. They liked it. Um, I like Ali. He's Me too. Cool. Um, we have Becca, who's bangs. Because <laughs> she has bangs? She, yeah, she has bangs. She does have bangs. Um, who lives on an army base and made a grapefruit, grapefruit drizzle, which is... Meat. Yeah, I normally don't like grapefruit, but so do most people, so... I like grapefruit. Why? It's like like a sweet tang. It's too much tang for me. <laughs> it's not as much tang as like a lemon or it an orange. It also messes with like a lot of medications. Oh, yeah. So it's basically the devil's fruit. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's citrus. Grapefruit. <laughs> I don't think anyone would disagree with me on that. It's the worst citrus, for sure. Mm, I don't know. I've had a pomelo. I like pomelos. Over grapefruit? 
Hmm. Interesting. Uh, next we got Deborah. It's one of one of two uh, older competitors. By older, I mean looks older than like thirty. I mean she has wrinkles. Yeah. She's not that old. Uh huh. I, that sounded sarcastic. I didn't mean for that to be sarcastic. <laughs> um, she's that, she's not that old, but compared to the other bakers, she is on the older side. Um, she's a dentist. Made something with pineapple. Did she? I yeah. don't remember anything about her, honestly. Neither do I. Very, very, very uh, middle of the pack this episode, and consequently, um, not just middle of the pack, but also consistent. Because mm-hmm. um, we see folks in this episode, one thing that's really interesting is it's not just of oh, the top folks and the lower folks. A lot of people emphasized. were all over the place. Yeah. Like how we mentioned earlier, Toby had a good first one. And then made... Mm, bad mm. stuff. Okay, next is Howard. Uh, it looks like Look you would imagine. VR. <laughs> <laughs> on this corner telling you about world politics and selling you tote bags. Yeah, he's basically the NPR mascot. I'm pretty sure they actually drew him up for that. Which is funny because British and so would be the BBC. No, he's NPR. Yes. He moved to, like, Maryland or something. Uh, Howard is one of three people who in this first challenge cut their fingers. A lot of people cut their fingies. Howard spent most of the first challenge with his finger elevated above his head, such that the blood would not be sort of going going down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, made something with the passion fruit. With What was interesting with this one is it had a rice base where everyone else had... Yeah, he used rice flour. Um, and he had passion fruit and coconut, so it was like kind of like a... More tropical flavor profile, which is fun. Um, And yeah, his was pretty good. I remember they liked it, other than the fact that his buttercream totally melted because he didn't have time for his cakes to cool because of his fingers were broken. Uh, broken. (laughs) We got Mark. My note from Mark. Looks like Glenn. (laughs) Well, you don't know what Glenn looks like. No, I know what Glenn looks like. But Mark looks like Glenn without... Being Glenn. Yeah, he's like a shiny Glenn. Mark talks like an Overwatch character. Yeah, he got stolen from Overwatch. We were both startled when not seeing anyone's, you know, mouth move. So off camera, Mark said something like, Exquisite! Or like, ah, oh, perfect! <laughs> some some exclamation in a weirdly American accent mm-hmm. of success including the next shot leaping up from the oven and going success <laughs> maybe he's the new cooking mama <laughs> cooking mama too cooking daddy <laughs> no cooking mark cooking mark anything <laughs> with lemon and poppy seed which is classic um but uh mark made a mistake this round, which was he didn't check that the oven was properly preheated before sticking the dang thing in there. Consequently, Mark was like, oh no. Um, that didn't turn out super great for him. Yeah. Next we have Francis, which I wrote wrong, so it looks like Franco. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Spanish dictator. Yeah. Frances has black hair. Not to be mistaken with... She doesn't have black hair. Frances has black hair. Okay, give me the laptop. Br- British Bake Off. 
Brown yeah. hair. Brown hair. You're right. Uh-huh. Listen, I saw this. That's not that her. That looked. That's Becca. Yes, That's Becca. F <laughs> you can't say bad words. Cried. <laughs> yeah, Francis and Becca look very alike. Um, but Francis has shorter hair. So that's how you can tell. Yeah. Um, Francis is the one who took the sandwich cake very literally, as perhaps I would as a an American in Britain, an American <laughs> werewolf in London. Uh-huh. Um, making a giant jam sandwich with a covering like a paper bag that you're supposed to like tear off. Was it what? It was made of like some something sort of like fondant, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it was, but it was very cute. It was like a giant like peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but not the peanut butter because British people don't know what peanut butter is. Um, and it was it was cute and I loved it a lot. And the judges liked it a lot too. I just came from New Zealand. Do they know what peanut butter is? No. That's awful. They have this like one local peanut butter company that they're super super proud of. Is it good peanut butter? It's like fine. <laughs> Is it like normal peanut butter? I I would go for Jif over that. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we've got like a million peanut butter companies. We are peanut butter spoiled. We're just hogging it from everyone else. Yeah. Uh, next is Robert, who makes space satellites, helps make space satellites. Yeah, he's a scientist. He has a shaved head. Yep. Um, if it were not for Howard, he would hold the title for NPR. Yeah, he's second in command over at NPR. <laughs> uh, did fine. Did good. I don't know. What did he make? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I don't think they showed it. Did he make something about space? No. Space sandwich? That's his jam. Stop it. Uh, we got Kimberly. The psychologist. Yeah. You, you know a thing or two about that. Well, I'm also a psychologist. What? Yeah. What? I have a degree in everything. I don't know what Kimberly made, but it's also good. We got Christine, who also cut her fingers. Mm-hmm. Is also one of two older competitors. She has white hair. Um, made some of the strawberry and vanilla. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. She was going to make the basket, remember? Yeah. She was going to pipe on the outside a little picnic basket, which is also cute. It's playing off the whole sandwich idea because, like, you take a sandwich to a picnic. Um, but she, she ran out of time, so she, she didn't do that. Because fingies cut. Yeah, because your fingers were cut. It's not good. And then we got Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Ruby's Ruby, cute. I love Ruby. But she starts off very tragic, and it makes me sad. So, she didn't do as well. She's the youngest. She's, She's also a student. She's 19. She's an art history student. Or rather, it was... Art history and philosophy. Ruby made rhubarb. It was ruby rhubarb. Rhubarb. There's something else in it, but I didn't catch um, it. Yeah, and she, oh, she had a creme pat in it. The creme. Was bad. Curdled. Yeah. And she was really sad, and she was crying. So, Sue had to comfort her. And it was raining outside. It was really dramatic. It's it's England. It's I know, but it was especially dramatic because Ruby was crying too, and she was looking out the window. It was really sad. She looked like she was in a music video. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the people who didn't do super good that round were Mark, Ruby, um, Christine did fine, um, Glenn did fine. Everyone else was was good. Yeah. Um. The person who stood out that round was uh, Howard, the passion fruit. 
Um, they they seem to really love that. Yeah. Technical challenge. Angel food cake. I like angel food cake because it um looks like what Jubilee characters would eat. Yeah. It's like a cloud. I love it very much. Also, it tastes good. That's the important part. Okay, yeah, it tastes good too. You I mean, it's basically just eggs and a little bit of flour and a lot of sugar. So it's basically like a sugar cloud. So if you don't know, angel food cake, the whole like its thing is that the biggest, the only rising agent it has is the whipped eggs, whipped egg whites, I would say. Um, and so you're supposed to whip those egg whites up a ton and then they form air bubbles in the egg whites and then when you fold it into the rest of the recipe you put it in the oven, the bubbles and the heat expand because that's what heat does to bubbles. Um, and then it makes it really big and uh, that's angel food cake. You want to know some stuff about angel food cake in this? Yeah. Toby used salt. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a sugar cloud, it's a salty cloud. Nobody wants a salty cloud. Very true. Very astute. The other big thing between most people was whether they cooled it on the correct orientation. Um, Because it's said to cool upside down, but not from what reference angle. And as any physicist would tell you, the frame of reference makes all the difference, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to... But here's the thing, is that... So you get special angel food cake pans, you know, it's got the thing in the middle so that they've got a big hole in it in the middle. I don't know why you have to have that, but that's just how it traditionally is. And it's also got little feet at the end. And the little feet is so you could put it on upside down and so that the little feet will will hold it that way. And you're supposed to hold it upside down and gravity will bring it down gradually and make sure that it doesn't like basically collapse on itself because it's so like filled with air. you need to make sure it won't like compress when you get out of the oven. But one person, who was that? Who didn't? It was Glenn. Glenn. Glenn said, oh, it says to cool it upside down. So if I do it this way and then I turn it over when I serve it and not realizing which orientation was which. Yeah. So he was wrong. Thought upside down was upside up. Yeah. So the other interesting thing is that some people, normally you don't get the... um criticism of like greasing your pan too much but apparently that can happen with angel food cake because then it falls down too quick and then it will collapse until before it's all um cooled got a bit of squishy in it yeah so then some people got a little little bit squished um so yeah who did well on that one so the top three were christine who is the one who cut her fingers was doing the basket the first round Mm -hmm. lucy me Congratulations. Thanks. You got second. And Rob, who is Space Satellite. Spaceman. Second NPR. Yeah. NPR 2. Um, the bottom, the main two bottom ones, were Toby and Ruby. Toby. Because Toby used salt. Paul spat it out. Yeah. He, and he was like, don't eat that, Mary. He will poison you. Mary, you're better than that. <laughs> I gotta work on my Paul. Yeah. Um, and Ruby, uh, what did Ruby do? Ruby was just having a time with it. She just was sad. I think she was just sad and her sadness turned into a cake. <laughs> and that's what she presented. And that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes you can get really sad and that impedes your ability to make a good cake because then you just got a sadness cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, showstopper After... time. Yep. 
showstopper was chocolate cake where you needed to use two kinds of chocolate. The, they defined three kinds of chocolate as milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. So two out of three of those basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, what did people oh, make on this one? People had raspberry because raspberry pairs with chocolate good. Yeah. Someone, and that someone was, uh, was it Rob or Howard? Who? Who used the balloons? Oh, that was Rob. Rob used balloons to make... Little cups. Little raspberry bowls. Yeah. So you just melt the chocolate, and then you dip the slightly blown up balloons in there, and then you let it cool, and then once it's cooled, you can pop the balloons, and then it forms a little cup because of the way that you dip the chocolate. Don't eat balloons. That's how you die. Yeah, that's not good. So balloons... Chocolate. We also did that one really cool thing with the chocolate cigars. Oh yeah. He so neat. So you put you put the white chocolate that's melted on a surface, and then when it's all done, you take this special thing and you, and then it turns into stripes. And then you put some milk chocolate over it, and then it fills up the little stripes. And then you curl it like a cigar, and it's so neat. Sorry, can you, what was the special thing? It was like a, I don't know, just a special thing. I don't name this. Do you know what it does? Nope. I just know it turns into stripes. Who else did well? Ruby did good. Ruby came through, remember? Yeah. It was looking a little shaky. Yeah, and she's basically saying like, oh, I know this is going to be my last one, but at least I finished it and so I can give them something finished to do for my last bake. But then they're like, no, we really like it. It's really good. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy about that. We shouldn't gloss over the problems that did exist in it. Yeah. Um, it So it had a pretty design, um, but the a couple of pieces of the chocolate sort of split. Um, the The overall uh, design of the decorations were, uh, they, they called simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and so better, a, a better showcase than the unfinished thing before. Yeah. Um, who else did good? Oh, I think they liked Glenn's, right? Oh, Glenn had a big tall one. He had a tower. So it was like three layers of cake. And then on top of that were these really cool, similarly rolled uh, chocolate, cool designed things that were really tall Mm -hmm. and had interesting cool patterns on them based on that one Spaniard architect, Godi. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Me neither. Um, so that's, yeah, That those people did good. Did Howard do good? Oh, he did. Remember he had the bear? Howard had a bear. He had a little tiny, like, like white chocolate made bear. It was so cute because he had this little printed out reference of, like, a hand-drawn bear. Maybe I loved he drew it, it so much. He might have drawn the bear. Oh my god, he might have drawn the bear, which would have been really, really cute too. Because remember Howard's thing was the really intricately done cake yeah. top thing? <gasps> he totally drew the bear! Oh my god, that's so cool. So he had this cute little hand-drawn bear, and he was trying to imitate it, and the little like like chocolate figurine came out very cute, but not like... It was... It was cute in a handcrafted way? Yeah, it was like a cute little thing that like an old man did. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as good as his hand-drawn stuff, which I guess maybe that's not his expertise, but it was really adorable and I loved it very much. It was very charming. It was very, very charming. Um, very NPR. 
Our fave, Allie. I'm not gonna declare our fave. Ruby's my one fave. we both like. One we both like. He didn't do so great. Yeah. He was doubting himself a lot. He put in some like passion fruit seeds inside the thing, which was like texturally really weird. Yeah. So that's not very good. Um, and then they also. Oh, he also um he was making these really nice um chocolate like butterfly kind of things, mm-hmm. but on the way to the fridge to cool them, make sure they were hardened. The Someone broke, yeah. So we only had a couple of them on the actual thing. Yeah, and like the appearance wasn't very good, so he was pretty upset about that, which made me sad. Yeah. Um. Oh, didn't Becca do pretty good? Yes. I don't remember what it was, though. Oh, they did like her from the Signature Challenge. They liked her grapefruit thing a lot, remember? Yeah. Did yeah. we talk about that? Yeah, we, we, we talked about the grapefruit. So the grapefruit turned out good. Surprise. Yeah. It's good, after all. After you called it the devil's fruit. Well, it still is, but <laughs> but doesn't mean someone can make good cake out of it. Okay, so uh, who also did bad? Well, Let's talk about Toby. Toby. So he was... He made a big salt mess, and then he also made a big chocolate mess. Yeah, um... He was trying to make something... the. The chocolate declaration declarations. The chocolate <laughs> Whew. The chocolate decorations he was trying to put sort of as siding on the cake. Yeah. Couldn't do because they were breaking up and they were not cool enough and so they ended up being top decorations and so the side of the cake just looked really sloppy. Oh and his cake was dry. Oh yeah. His cake was dry, which is basically a sin. <laughs> that will lead you to the eighth circle of hell. Who is Star Baker? Who was out? We'll get to that after these punny messages. That's right. It's time for best pun. You mean the worst pun? Best pun. You mean the worst? Best pun. Okay. We started out with a strong one. Calling them the Baker's Dozen. Because they are bakers and there are 13 of them. So we have Mm. a bit of a a double entendre there. (laughs) Um, Ruby's rhubarb was good. Uh... When talking about the angel food cake, they made several angel-related uh, word plays, such as it's time to make the angel sing, or uh, the angel, what was it, Michael? No, Gabriel. Yep, that was the one. Michael ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> talking about how Gabriel's coming down to sentence them to half an hour only more of, that wasn't the phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Gabriel came down and said there's half an hour left. Um, then also... This was Mark, about his angel food cake, saying, ah, it's cracking. Cracking isn't physically cracking, not as in it's good cracking, (laughs) which I loved because it was a very British sort of clarification to have to make. (laughs) My favorite was the baker's dozen, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic. It's like a chocolate chip cookie. So I mean, it's it's not the worst pun. It's clearly the best pun. No, it it is the worst pun because... The best pun. No, it's the worst pun because all puns are the worst puns. Best pun. No. Okay, so. So, Star Baker. Who won? Rob. The scientist. Who makes satellites. Also, we have to, we have to remember Paul Hollywood saying, that's not a scientist, that's a baker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, later, when announcing Star Baker, Paul Hollywood says... You're a real scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, Paul? 
Because apparently you can only be one. Make up your mind, Paul. <laughs> uh, who's out? Uh, Toby. Which makes me sad, because Toby, Toby was an absolute mess for pretty much the entirety of the episode. Yeah. But I really like Toby. I like Toby, too. A lot of heart. He was, he was, yeah, he was cute. It makes sure. me sad that the people who were framed as being in danger of, of elimination this episode were all really cool people. Yeah. I liked all of them. We should clarify. The people who were framed as, as threatened were um, Ali, Ruby, and Toby. Yeah, and we like all of those guys. Yeah. So that was kind of sad. Um, yeah, that was that episode. So now we have to figure out... What's next episode? What's the next episode? Let's say... Wait, what did I say for last time? <laughs> like the last time we... Last time was episode two. It was crackers. You mean cookies? It was biscuits. Oh. Remember? Because that's how British yep. people be. Yep. Oh, I... They don't know what a cracker is. Uh, I'll go for pies. You think it's pies? Yeah, we did cakes, and so why not have it be pies? Okay. You can think about. Do I have to guess who's gonna win? <laughs> like, oh, you want to make a you want to make a guess right now? I can. Oh, I can try. Try and make a call. Who's gonna win forever? Forever. I mean, you know, at the okay. end. Okay. 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 This is tough. So people who did good include Glenn. Glenn had good precision. Uh, who made the grapefruit one? Becca. Becca did good this time. Um, Rob, of course. Uh, let me think. Howard. Yeah, NPR Howard. NPR is very young. <laughs> uh, Christine did good. Especially given yeah, the, did. given the first round, um, her, uh, fingy injuries. Uh-huh. <laughs> fingy cuts. And how, even with that, then in the technical on the same day, getting third with the angel food cake. Um, Who do you think is going to win? Between these? Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to say Glenn just because I like Glenn. Just say Glenn. I'll say Glenn. All right. That's your guess. Putting that in the ballot box. Mm-hmm. And if you lose, then you owe me $500. Nope. <laughs> I didn't agree to these terms and services. Pretty sure you did. Okay, that's all for now. We need to say something funny to end The $500 wasn't funny enough for you? No, it wasn't funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Um. Hey guys, it's Lucy. Uh, guess who forgot that we actually had a planned outro and we didn't record it. And now it's been a week and Diego's not here, so I'm just going to do it. Um, so thanks for listening to Pastry House. We're really excited to kick off season two. Thanks to Julie Maxwell for the use of her song Sakura. You can find the info for her song in the description. Um, if you would like to message us, um, and talk about the episode we're going to watch or have any questions for us about baking or Great British Baking Show or whatever, you can message us on Twitter at Pastry Podcast, on Tumblr at thepastrypals.tumblr.com, or on our email at pastrypod at gmail.com. And if you have a question, a comment, or concern, we might have it on our show next episode. Back to whatever 
bad joke we were going to say? Oh, what if we make a, a, a pun about the next episode? With pies? No. We'll see you next pie. No, that doesn't make any sense. What about we'll make someone with cake? See you next... No, it doesn't make sense. This episode was like Glenn's showstopper cake. It had three tiers and just a really tall end. Yep, that's the funny thing I'm going to say. <laughs>